Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the lead pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We spend 25 minutes together every week telling you the stories of our church, interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. We always start by personally inviting you to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We have two services every Sunday at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. We have Japanese and Korean translation available during that 11 a.m. service. And that's also when we live stream our service at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. This week, part six of our Can I Really Change series, and we'll be in Romans 6, verses 15 to 23, Are Transformed Lives Possible? Let's begin today's harvest time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. Man, we had such a fantastic week last week as we celebrated Easter together as a church. Um, I think, well, we had a tremendous crowd for two services, and I think about 150, maybe more than 150 first-time guests to our church that we had a chance to meet and connect with. Uh, really cool on, on Wednesday. So last Wednesday now, we followed up with a a Bible study, just talking about faith. And I think we had about 20 people that joined that Bible study. So it's been a great week at Harvest, and we're so thankful for what God has done and what he's in the process of doing. This coming Sunday, we're going to come back to the series that we've been in this spring. And uh, it's right out of the heart of the book of Romans. Uh, we picked up Romans 5 through 8, and we're, and we're sort of in the middle of it. As you mentioned, we'll look at the end of Romans chapter 6, verses 15 through 23. You know, um, people, as it, it's actually the question that you mentioned, are transformed lives possible, is a really important question, and, and a lot of people think through this. In fact, uh, you know, in our world, there's sort of this idea that, um, you know, I just am the way that I am, and it might be because of my family, it might be because of my background, it could be any number of things, but... I'm just the way that I am, and my problems are my problems, and I just got to figure out how to cope with it. And uh, what we're finding out from the Bible is that God desires to change us. And, and in fact, we'll use the word very specifically this week. He desires to transform us, which is a word which means co- totally make us new again. And that's a, very hopeful for people as we think through some of the struggles that we have, and we just... You know, we don't have to settle in this idea that's always going to be this way. God really does want to change us. So I can't wait to dive back into the last part of Romans 6 and keep having this discussion and this study on uh, the idea of can I really change? Well, I'm thankful to have uh, a couple of people uh, with us on Harvest Time today that are part of a whole church family that has experienced this idea that God can change our lives, right? And so I'm really glad to welcome Nino and Michelle Matthias, thank you guys for being here. Hello, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor, for inviting us here and to share our, you know, how God changes our lives too. Yeah, it's really great. I've had a chance to talk with you guys several different times about the work that God's doing in your life. Um, I'll, I'll get your background here in just a minute, but you both work here on on island. Uh, Nino, you're a physical therapist. Yeah, I'm a physical therapist assistant at Guam Memorial Hospital, and I've been working there for 13 years now. 
Okay, great. Yeah. And then Michelle, if I I remember this right, you uh, you're you work in the office at Carrier, yes. right? And yes. Same thing. You've been there for quite a few years. Uh, I've been there for fifteen years, Pastor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both uh, working here on island. Um, tell us about your background, your story. Uh, I know you both came to Guam a little bit later. How, how did that happen? Then I'd like to talk about your spiritual story. I got to know um, our Lord Jesus Christ, Pastor, when I was um, young. Um, I was attending um, one of the um, New Life Camp that was um, sponsored by um, a lot of missionaries around the world. And I think um, one of the pastors that came here, I came there, was um, Pastor uh, um, Family Bapt and also Harvest. Mm. Um, I'm so grateful to God because... um, my uncle um, at that time was a um, believer in Christ, and um, he, every time he goes to the Philippines, he would always um, invite us to go church, and um, he introduced us to one of the local pastors in our place. So this is in the Philippines. Yes. You were born in the Philippines. Yeah, I was born and raised in the Philippines, Pastor. I came to Guam when I was um, 19, going on 20. Okay. In uh, in the city, in the province, where did um, you grow up? In the province, Pastor. Okay. Um, one of the small town. Okay. Mm. Nino, same with you, right? You were born in the Philippines? Yeah, I was born in the Philippines and um, in, in the city. Okay. And then my background is that uh, I, I know Jesus Christ also back then when I was small, but then I was raised in a Catholic community. So, um, my aunts and my relatives always um, asked me to go to, to to go with them and attend the church. But then there's something that that is missing, you know. I mean, like you're praising God, but then I have one my best friend who always invited me for because um, he's a believer also and he's a Christian, so always invite invite me to join um, the daily vacation Bible school, and then he asked me to go to church. Uh, at his own ch- uh, at their own church but then one time i said i think because we we go there for like eight o'clock and then we finish at 12 mm. and i'm thinking it's like oh this is too long because <laughs> <laughs> back then i really don't know and you were I mean, pretty I, young right yeah and i was so pretty young uh, pretty young back then yeah and th- that's that's why one time i said he invited me again and then said oh never mind i'm just gonna go to church for for just one hour and then that's it. And then by that time again, he he always keeps on inviting me. Yeah. But I don't really go and yeah and attend that church no more until when I think I mean God uh, make a way uh, make a way to um, meet Michelle. Okay, I want to yeah. ask you about that, Michelle. Tell us about you guys meeting. How did you meet? And um, I've known Nino um, ever since we were young pastor because um, his brother um, is married to one of my um, auntie, my dad's um, cousin, which we are neighbors. Okay. So I always see him and with the parents and they would come visit. And then because um, we were young back then and then um, I remember um, when I was going to college, um, I don't know for some reasons because I always... Um, admire Nino because he's very like um, like a polite and very respectful. Um, he still is. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, <laughs> one time um, I was already in college, um, and then I think he was already um, to graduate, ready to graduate. He was um, 
doing his internship. So I was going to um, a store um, next to our um, boarding house next street. And then I saw him there again. And it's like, because, you know, my dad um, is very strict. Like, you know, when you go to school, you go to school. That's like <laughs> our... Um, so I would always say like, oh, hi, just like that, Pastor. Yeah. Until um, we came to Guam and then um, his um, nephew, who is my relative also that time, um, is friend with my cousin. And then um, I was, oh, I know your uncle. Like, you know, like, it's like kind of we grow up because our age. And and then it's, oh, I'll tell, um, oh, I'll tell my uncle. And then we started like communicating. Yeah. After yeah. you both came to Guam separately. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought yes. I thought you met in the Philippines. And, I mean, you did. Yeah, we but, did. Pastor. But you yeah. weren't together until you came yeah. here. Oh, it's really interesting. Okay. Yes, you were Michelle, you were saying, uh, you're talking about your family that would come to the Philippines, some from Guam actually, and be part of the camps. When did you... Uh, give your life to Jesus and um, what happened with that? I got saved when I was nine years old pastor. Um, actually my dad's family, they're all here in Guam. Um, we're just the one that left in the Philippines. So that time my uncle, um, um, he's a believer and he would always go to the Philippines and bring missionaries. That's when um, he introduced us to the pastor. Mm. And then um, we are just so blessed that the pastor um that was a sign on our town. He's so loving and he's really um, tirelessly like always um, inviting us even though there are times that um, we don't want to go because we just want to play and <laughs> do things on our own. But he was really pursuing us. And then um, one time my uncle sponsored us for, because um, we have, um, they have to um, send us to another town for the camp. So, um, we were invited, so I went, and that's when um, we spent like five days camp. Mm -hmm. That's when I really um, got to know the Lord Jesus Christ, and I accepted Him as my personal Savior. And um, I know that it's really a blessing to know the Lord when you're at a young age, because um, on the way, um, there's a lot of troubles, yeah. um, trials. But when you have the Lord, um, you have Him to um, look up to. Even though at time when I was growing up, my parents are Catholic also, mm -hmm. um, pastor. And um, there are times that I'm, my mom would say, oh, let's go here. But um, I would fight like what I believe. And my mom will always tell me, um, I think you're not being obedient to me because I won't go to the Catholic Church anymore and I would just go to the Christian Church. And I was so sad. Um, yeah. But then um, time comes, um, you know, um, our, there's a lot of um, gatherings. Our pastor would come and then until my parents got saved also and mm. my siblings but then um they didn't really practice i know they are saved but um there's some of them now they're not um practicing um but i know that they have the lord in their life yeah, pastor yeah. you know you were saying that um so you came to the states how old were you or you came to guam tell me how old you were then uh i'm 27 i came here to guam uh 2007 okay and then 
And that's when, not long after that, that you met Michelle again. Yeah, we're, we're married by then. Okay. Yeah, we were married April 26, 2004. Four. Okay. And next week is our 18th year anniversary. All so. right. Yeah, yeah. congratulations Thank to you guys. Days. So, yeah. Um, well, I, well, as you started to get to know um, Michelle, that's, you said that. That's when you really came to faith, right? Yes. Um, at first, um, I'm trying to pull her to the to the Catholic side, sure. yeah. But then I think um, God always made a decision that to to pull me to to get saved also. Mm-hmm. So when I came to Guam, the first day, to, uh, the first day that I attended to church, um, that's when I really realized that oh, how beautiful this God is. Mm. Um, his teaching, his lessons. That's when um, my uncle talked to me. Um, uncle Elmer, mm. pastor, talked to me about yeah. salvation and how being saved. That's when I opened my eyes and um, accept him as my Lord and Savior. Um, Lord and Savior. Yeah, it's sweet to hear. Yeah. Pastor Pasqua has had a tremendous uh, influence on the island of Guam and, and into the Philippines, right? His love for the Lord has been yeah. yes, so yes. powerful. And, and we're sad that he, uh, from us, it's a big loss when he passed away this yes. last year. But we're thank- we rejoice with him, right? He's with Jesus. Yes, Pastor, yeah. Yeah, we're thankful for that. And then um, God brought you guys to Harvest about how long ago? Uh, we I started coming in like five years ago, yeah, yeah to attend six. going on six. But then we just come here to to visit and to 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 have a service. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know. And then after like thinking, we are also arguing sometimes. Like, let's go and you know become a member. You know, so at least we are more not stable, but we're more um, closer to. To God, to serve God, and then and then that's what decided like for five years, <laughs> six <laughs> years to to become a member, yeah, pastor. So, and now that we're here, we are very um, we're very blessed that we're part of um, the harvest because of all all your teachings and the ministries that you have here. That I really, I mean, like I really enjoyed. Especially, I joined the the music ministry is what I right, yeah. just um, uh, yeah you were just part, part of the yeah, part the of that uh, Easter choir Easter which choir. was so amazing yeah. yeah and then after that Easter choir it's been up to my mind that when is the next you know event mm-hmm. that we can you know we can join so I'm so blessed with that pastor mm-hmm. to know Harvest to know you to know um, God's uh, ways of loving like us you know. Well, God's working in our church, you know, in such amazing ways. It is a thrill to feel like, you know, part of this family. And you guys have just plugged right in over the la- since you've been members especially, yeah. but really have been involved. And um, to watch God work in our midst is just so encouraging. And I've been watching that through you, but also seeing as God allows, you know, your view of what God's doing here to really grow. I know that you guys really love people. Um, yes. You have many friends, and that's fun to see. Where, where did that come from? I mean, you're just both friendly people. I know that, but your your families have a lot of friends, and I think um, 
it is because um, I mean like we're we're helping and we're like loving people like you, you are, said yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a joy that in yeah. you that you can I think there's a joy that in you that they can see yes, especially when I'm inviting them to come to to attend the church it's like it's um it's a it's a great fulfillment for me especially when I'm seeing them there mm-hmm. um joining you to to the service um it's always been my burden pastor um to invite our lost families and friends cuz um we want them to feel um the joy that we have inside um mm-hmm. serving the lord and having the lord is um the most fulfilling um and meaningful um i know that um it's true that um sometimes we're chasing our own dreams right um but now um few years i realized also pastor that um we should always put the lord um the top priority mm-hmm. and um we should share also the joy that we have and by um giving your testimony um to your friends to the family around you i think it is so important so that um they can see um christ in us it's been sweet to see uh and actually what you just described i'm so glad that you said it because i i notice i see it it's evident not only that you guys love people but the joy that's a part of your lives it does bubble out and it is attractive to people it's i think it's one of the reasons why you're well liked and you have so many friends because there is just a joy that comes out of your hearts and I see it also, you guys love inviting people to join you here at church. And many, many people over the last you know, few months have come with you. And it's, it's just thrilling you know, as a pastor to see that love. I, hope, I know part of it, I think you love Harvest, you love God, yes, and you want to introduce you know, these people that you love as well you know, to him. So. Also, pastor, is that um, the, the sadness is you know, like we can invite people you can see them to to come in the church but then of course um our own family you know we, we even though we always invite them they just said something that you know we have one god but then what what i do especially to my family is i always forward the the live from mm-hmm. harvest mm-hmm. and then uh, my sister said oh thank you for you know sharing the live feedbacks um, harvest that's why i sometimes i feel like happy even though you know um they cannot they can not attend like the the service the 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 christian service at least they can see the the live videos that you we always do here at harvest yeah and it's so grateful that you have those kinds of um uh program just to share well, God is using you guys uh, in this way, and it's really thrilling to be uh, part of that. And, and he's using you really to encourage the church family, too. And, uh, and I think that's great. Um, we talked early on about you know, the jobs that you guys have here. How do you see your responsibility to live out your faith in your, in your workspace? Um, you know, at work, Pastor, um, you work with a lot um, – non-believers and for me i'm so blessed that um in the office in my work um 
I can always, even with the radio station, I can play. And um, even the service um, during office hours, I just, um, you know, play it. And um, just last week, because I was so blessed with the service uh, last Easter, mm-hmm. and I was playing in one of our um, operations manager was just passing by and um he said oh i love that music that's a christian song oh yeah yes sir and like oh i so love you and you know um i know at work um it can be stressful and stuff but um there are times that um we lose control and stuff but i always um pray to the lord that um i would be a testimony to them Mm. That um, I always um, pray that um, people may see um, Christ in me, um, not just by sharing it in words, but also in action. Amen, Michelle. I really, really love that. And it's evident uh, that's how God uses us. If we'll just be ourselves, but be um, voices for Jesus in small ways and in the way that we live out, it's really powerful. Yeah. You know, I think same for you. Well, I'm in yeah. the hospital quite a bit, and I see yeah. you there, right? <laughs> yeah, Pastor, yeah. Uh, same thing, Pastor. Um, uh, at first, uh, before we start working, I have this uh, one co-worker that, who is a Christian also. We offer prayer first mm-hmm. before we uh, start our our work. And then later on, they just ask, oh, where, where do you go? What church are you going to? So he said his church, and I said my church too. But then sometimes even though you try to convince them to join, they have a lot. Sometimes they have, I think they're busy on that Sundays. And then I told them, there's, I mean, there's only one hour for the Lord for you to, to join. Or, I mean, like, there's only one Sundays. You can just, maybe you can, you know, reschedule your, but then sometimes they don't just, maybe just they're busy at that time. Sure. But then I just keep trying them to, to invite and, you know, people to come and visit visit us. So, yeah. Well, I think uh, what, what we said earlier, just the joy that you're evidencing in your walk with the Lord is a powerful testimony to others. And I love seeing that. Hey, you guys, thank you for being willing to share your, your testimonies, your story, and your love for Jesus here with us today. Um, I know that you're loved by the Harvest family. We're glad that God brought you here and looking forward to continuing to serve him as we minister together. So thank you for joining us today. Thank, thank you, Pastor. And thank you for joining us today for Harvest Time. At this point in the program, we always want to personally invite you again to Harvest Baptist Church this Sunday. We have two services, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. There's Japanese and Korean translation available during that 11 a.m. service. And that's when we have our live stream that was mentioned today on hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Remember this week, we're in part six of Can I Really Change? Our series, and this week, Are Transformed Lives Possible? from Romans 6, verses 15 through 23. We hope you can join us. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.